want to read a, a, a number of scriptures from the Old and the New Testament. I hope you have a Bible near you. We want to begin in Exodus chapter 12. Exodus chapter 12, verses 21 through 28. Exodus chapter 12, verse 21. Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go and take for yourselves lambs according to your families and slay the Passover lamb. You shall take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood which is in the basin and apply some of the blood that is in the basin to the lintel and the two doorposts and none of you shall go outside the door of his house until morning. 浇盆里的血打在门楣和左右的门框上，你们也你们谁也不可出自己的房门，直到早晨。For the Lord will pass through to smite the Egyptians, and when He sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door, and will not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to smite you. 因为耶和华要巡行击杀埃及人，他看见血在门楣上和左右的门框上，就必越过那门，不容灭命的进到你们的房屋击杀你们。And you shall observe this event as an ordinance for you and your children forever. When you enter the land which the Lord will give you as He has promised, you shall observe this right. 这里你们要守着。作为你们和你们子孙永远的定力，日后你们到了耶和华按着所应许赐给你们的那地，就要守这里。And when your children say to you, "What does this right mean to you?" You shall say, "It is a Passover sacrifice to the Lord, who passed over the houses of the sons of Israel in Egypt when He smote the Egyptians, but spared our homes, and the people bowed low." And worshipped. Then the sons of Israel went and did so, just as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron, so they did. 第六节,你们的儿女问你们说, and then again in Leviticus chapter 23 two verses related to the Passover Leviticus 23 verses 4 and 5 these are the appointed times of the Lord holy convocations which you shall proclaim at the times appointed for them. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month at twilight, is the Lord's Passover. 耶和华的节期, 
And then in the New Testament, in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 22, Chapter 22, verses 14 through 16. When the hour had come, he reclined at the table and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For, for I say to you, I shall never again eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And then First Corinthians chapter 5. Verses 6 through 8. Your boasting is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump of dough? Clean out the old leaven so that you may be a new lump just as you are in fact unleavened for Christ, our Passover, also has been sacrificed. Therefore let us celebrate the feast, not with old leaven, nor with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. And then finally, in First Corinthians chapter one. Verse 9. Chapter 1, verse 9. God is faithful through whom you were called into fellowship with His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let's just have a word of prayer. Our Father, how we thank you for this privilege of being called into fellowship with your Son. And we know that that fellowship 
is enabled by the Holy Spirit who brings the Lord Jesus to us. We ask for your help even today as the word of God is shared. That the Holy Spirit may fellowship Christ with us. We are gathered in your presence. We worship our Passover lamb. And we ask that we might see Jesus. We pray in his precious name. Amen. Here in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, we see a most wonderful calling. In Christ Jesus, we have been called in the fellowship. Through God the Father, we've been called into fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. You'll remember the early Christians. They continued steadily, day after day, in this fellowship. It is a fellowship with Christ. It is a fellowship with one another. This is a great privilege that Christians have. That we may know the living God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And fellowship with Him. We're speaking of this matter of fellowship in these days. And we realize that this fellowship is not only a, a great privilege, but a profound reality. What is the basis of our fellowship? Now, when we come together to fellowship, what is the basis of it? Is it our common experience? We come together and eat and talk about how's your business going? How's my business going? Or we talk about our children. How's your children doing? How's your children doing? Or if we're older, we talk about our sicknesses. How's your heart doing? We talk about times when we have Bible fellowship. But that's not the basis of fellowship. Or we have prayer fellowship. But that's not the basis of fellowship. Or we have missions fellowship. Or we even have a fellowship meal. But these things are just the opportunities for fellowship. Fellowship itself is much more profound. Our fellowship is that we have a life to share in common. There is one life. We share it in common. It's very valuable. The word fellowship means literally sharing in common. But this profound relationship of life to life, 
It's deeper than even family life. You know, as a family, you share your life together. You go through blessings and disciplines and many things as a family. Or if you're at the university, you're studying and you have great friendships. You share many personal things with your friend. But this fellowship is deeper because it's based on one life. And the only analogy we can find as to the depth of that one shared life is marriage. Because God's thought regarding marriage is that two people should become one, body, soul, and spirit, and share a life. And here we have fellowship. We desire to fellowship. And what does that mean? It means for you to share the life of Christ with the life of Christ in me. There's a sharing together. You have the life of Christ. I have the life of Christ. And when we share that life with one another, we are built up in fellowship. The scriptures say that we are all earthen vessels. But we have the same treasure within us. And so it's a privilege when you share the treasure that's in you through this vessel and you share it with me. As Christians, there is only one treasure. Otherwise, we're just common vessels. But we have extraordinary fellowship. Because we share the glorious treasure of Christ. We are all branches on the one vine. And that sap that comes from the vine goes through all the different branches. And as that sap is shared among the branches, we have fellowship. We are all members of one body. We share a common life. As the head directs us, life moves through the various members. And when we draw back and see the larger picture, we see something more profound than we can even understand. Before the beginning of time, the Father and the Son always had fellowship one with another. But now because Jesus has died on the cross and been raised again, the Holy Spirit brings us into fellowship with the Father and with the Son. 
think of that. The Father has life, 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 which He sends to the Son. And the Son sends back life, life, life to the Father. And we have been brought into this mysterious fellowship. The Father shares His life with us. The Son shares His life with us. And we send our life given to us by Jesus back to the Father and the Son. This is a high calling. We've been called into such fellowship. So we must never think that our Christian life is some kind of low life where we pray a few prayers and try to get through the day. Just by the fact that we can fellowship with the Father and with His Son, this makes our life on a heavenly level. And so granted that this fellowship is a great mystery, but the Old Testament gives us pictures that we might understand some of the dimensions of this fellowship we are called into. And so I have wanted to use the Old Testament feasts as pictures of how we understand fellowship in our Lord. Now, last time I spoke, I introduced this whole matter of the, the feasts as a picture of fellowship. In the feast of Passover, unleavened bread, Pentecost, tabernacles, at these times, set times every year, the Father in heaven commanded his children. Leave your work. Leave your house. Leave even your family. And go to Zion. Now why would God do that? I am calling you together to Zion. Now Joseph and Mary, they lived up in Nazareth. John the Baptist relatives lived down in Judea. But during these feasts, they had to leave all of their life back home and come together in Zion to stand together to worship to share their common history that they have to feast together to tell the story of their gospel together to offer sacrifices together and every time they did this they had a testimony of oneness 
那他们有这个见证乃是一的见证。Now it was no longer families. 那现在不是家庭了。Now it was no longer tribes. 那也不是一些族群。It was one people. 是一个一个就是一个百姓。The Lord's people. 就是耶和华的百姓。The Lord's people by covenant. 乃是因为他们属于这个约，所以他们是一个百姓。And they gathered to Zion to testify of the oneness of them as a nation. 那他们就是一个国度，就能够做这个一的这个见证在西安山上。And so last time we looked at Psalm 133. 所以我们上次读到，我们有一同分享诗篇一百三十三篇。It's a short psalm about the feast. 那是一个非常短的一一一篇诗篇，乃是提到这个宴席。It was one of the songs that the Israelites sang as they moved, as they walked, ascending up toward Jerusalem for the feast. 乃是他们上行，就是上行到耶路撒冷的时候，他们所唱的一首诗。And it gives us an overall picture of what all of those feasts were to be like. 那也让我们能够稍微看到。It says how good, how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. 看哪，弟兄和睦同居是何等的善，何等的好。Now you couldn't, uh, uh, even as a family, if you were fighting along the way, the uh, the husband telling the wife, stop uh, letting the kids play, or whatever the fights may be. 他们在上行的时候，或许父母亲就就父母会会。会想要管教他们的子女，说他们太吵了，或者怎么样。But when they get to Zion， 但是当他们到西安的时候 ，they must all stand as one。他们需要合一的站在一起。And in this blessed unity， 那在这个祝福的这个联合里 ，the Bible says there the Lord commands the blessing。主就在那边呃命令呃祝福。And what was the blessing？ 那他们所得着的祝福是什么呢 ？Life forevermore。那他们是丰富，就是直到永远的这个生命。And they were blessed in the presence of the high priest who was anointed with oil。那他们在大祭司面前也得着祝福。Oh, it was such a happy time。这是何等呃快乐的一段时间。Now I'm surprised that all the Jews,、uh, all the Chinese, did not become Jews。那我觉得很奇怪的是，中国人怎么能变成犹太人呢 ？Because they feast for seven days。因为他们在那边享用宴席七天 ，and they rejoice together。他们一同，呃，就是很，就是非非常喜乐在那段时间。And the eldest one in the family, the eldest man, told the stories of God's redemption。那在家，他们家里面年纪最长的，他们就诉说耶和华拯救他们的故事。Oh, the kids had a wonderful time. 这些孩子们，他们有，他们实在是玩得非常的愉快。All the men had a wonderful time。所有的男人都也是度过美好的时光。All the women cooked and did the dishes all week long。这女女士们，他们就一起做饭，一起一起洗洗盘子。They fellowshiped together。他们一同有交通。Now today we want to look obviously at the Passover。那我们今天我们所要特别看的就是逾越节。We want to see the Passover as a picture of our fellowship together in Christ Jesus。那我们想要借逾越节来看我们在基督里的交通。And so that's why we read those passages in Exodus chapter twelve。所以我们读到我们刚才所读到的经节呢是出埃及记十二章。Where it spoke of the first Passover。那提到第一次的逾越节。This was Israel's most important feast. 
那这个是以色列最重要的一个宴席。They even had to change their calendar. 那他们需要改变他们的这个日历。Now the Lord said, 那耶和华说道,Make the month called Nisan,你把这个月叫尼三月。When you have the Passover,当你们有这个月节的宴席的时候,Make it the first month of your year. 你三月当成这一年的第一月。Because this is where your life began as a nation. Now we all now we know that the Passover always takes place in the spring around now, end of March, April. But did you ever notice when the Jews celebrate the New Year? Now the Jews have a feast called Rosh Hashanah. Which means the New Year. And it's always in October. Wait a minute. That was their old calendar. Now they have a redeemed calendar. So now the first month must be spiritually Nisan. It was the most important feast. You remember that Jacob and his family went up to Egypt with Joseph's help. All of Jacob's sons, the good sons, the bad sons, and all of their families, and they went to Egypt, and they lived there until Egypt began to oppress them. But when they left, after the Passover, they left as one nation. No longer twelve tribes. Because they were born as one nation. Through the Passover, through their baptism in the Red Sea, and through the giving of the law. This was God's purpose. To make them one nation. And so the Passover was the night when that happened. All of the families were so afraid. The Egyptians were demanding impossible things. And Moses came and said, Tonight, everyone in Egypt will die. The firstborn. God was sending judgment upon Egypt. All the firstborn must die. All of Israel was afraid. But Moses said, Now God has told us. Here's what you must do. Find an unblemished lamb. Kill this precious lamb. Now take the blood and put it on the door. And tonight, do not go outside. 
Do not take a walk. But you must stay under this blood. Now, the death angel will come over Egypt. And he will bring judgment upon the firstborn of every house in Egypt. But when he sees the house with the blood applied on the door, he will pass over that house. And that's how it became known as the Passover. The angel would pass over the house. And Israel would be redeemed. This was their redemption. Redeemed by this blood of the Passover lamb. And immediately after that night, they immediately picked up their stuff and went to uh, go into the pro- toward the promised land. And so they were redeemed out of Egypt. Now the Lord commanded and said, Every year you must have this Passover time. Wherever you live, you must come to Jerusalem for this feast. And you must sacrifice the Passover lamb. And place this blood on your doors. And eat the meal inside. And remember that you have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Every year they did this. And every year they experienced forgiveness and life and redemption as they ate this Lamb together. But then we move to the New Testament. And we see Jesus about to die on the cross. But in Luke chapter 22, he, he gathered his disciples for one last time for the Last Supper. And what did he say? With a great desire, I have yearned to eat this Passover with you. Now, why did you say that? It actually says, I have desired with desire to eat this Passover with you. The disciples did not fully understand that this was to be the last Passover. Because Jesus not only would eat this Passover meal, but the next day he would die as the Passover lamb. The disciples could not understand why his heart was so desirous to eat this Passover. But it's because our Lord became the Passover lamb for us. 
Since that time, the Jews still celebrate the Passover feast. But it's because they don't see the Passover lamb. But for Christians, who've seen Jesus Christ, the Passover lamb, there's no more Passover to celebrate. Why is that? Because Jesus, as the Passover lamb, was sacrificed one time, one time only, and that's all that was ever necessary. Maybe we should look in Hebrews chapter 9. Uh, Turn to Hebrews in chapter 9. And uh, look in verse 11. But when Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things to come, he entered through the greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands, that is to say, not of this creation, and not through the blood of goats and calves, but through his own blood, he entered the holy place one time for all, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling those who have been defiled, sanctify for the cleansing of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without blemish to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? 若三羊和公牛的血并母牛肚的灰撒在不洁的人身上尚且叫人成圣身体洁净何况基督借着永远的灵将自己无瑕无疵献献给神也他的血岂不更能洗净你们的你们的心除去你们的死刑使使你们
That which was a picture in the Passover has been fully realized through the Lord Jesus. And did you notice that beautiful picture in Hebrews? Jesus was two things. He was the Lamb of God whose blood was sacrificed. And then he was the high priest who offered that blood in the holy heavenly tabernacle. Jesus our high priest. Jesus, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. What a wonderful gospel this is. But now how does the Passover picture fellowship together? To be in this Passover feast we see three pictures of fellowship. The first is this. What is the basis of our fellowship? We have fellowship because we are all drawn to Christ our Passover. It is in His precious blood that we have become one family together. You know, the Jews went up to Jerusalem, to Zion, to become one in testimony. But Jesus said, And I, when I be lifted up, will draw all men unto me. Are you drawn to Christ the Passover? Do you worship the Passover lamb? Did you come to the feast this morning? We bow and worship. We realize he did a, a perfect work. And when we come together to fellowship based upon Christ our Passover, it is absolutely essential that our fellowship be one of rest. He has removed all our sin. We have been set free and redeemed by His precious blood. God sees the blood as precious. When He looks at you and I, He sees those covered by the precious blood of the Lamb. Satan sees the blood. Angels see the blood. We, we rest in our redemption. And that's how we must begin in fellowship together. Are we resting in the finished work of Christ? It's an awesome thing. You know, you and I have been saved by the blood of the Lamb. 
And all around us we see people who don't know Jesus. And they're being destroyed by the enemy. It's an awesome thing to be under the blood of the Lamb. We stand together. We worship this one sacrifice. We remember we have one life in this blood. We have been redeemed. I'm surprised the hymnary doesn't have that famous song. Redeemed how I love to proclaim it. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. No. We don't have that, huh? Redeemed. Redeemed. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. You know, and it's not in the hymn book. We will be singing that song forever in heaven. It will be in the hymn book. And if we have fellowship together, it's because you've been forgiven and I've been forgiven. The blood is on me, the blood is on you. We are not mostly attracted to one another. You and I are very different, huh? You look at me, I, you, I know you think I'm very strange. But if I am drawn to the Passover lamb. And you were drawn to the Passover lamb. Then we stand in unity together. That's why we can have fellowship together. Because we've all been redeemed. In the Old Testament, the psalmist always says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom the Lord has delivered out of the hand of the enemy. And next Sunday should be an opportunity for those who are redeemed to say so. Give God the glory. Stand and believe in the precious blood of the Lamb. Do you believe He's forgiven all your sins? Do you believe he's redeemed you from the hand of the enemy? Then we have fellowship in the faith of Christ, our Passover. But the Passover also speaks to us of the second aspect of fellowship. And we see it in Revelation and chapter 12. Revelation chapter 12 and verse 11. Just this one phrase. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Now, brothers and sisters, we stand together having been redeemed by the blood of Christ. But we know from the Word of God 
that Satan hates those who have been redeemed. 但是我们从神的话语，我们知道撒旦，呃，是恨恶这些已经得赎的人。Almost as much as he hates the redeemer, Jesus Christ our Lord. 他恨他们，好像恨这个救赎的主一样。And so he's always prowling about, seeing who he can devour. 所以他就在那边寻求，看有谁他能够。Satan always wants to take somebody and rob, kill, destroy them. Satan is always looking for a reason to sift us like wheat. Satan hates us. But when we're under the blood of the Lamb, Satan has no power. This is his Achilles heel. You know this Achilles heel? Achilles was a great warrior of Greek mythology. Anywhere you hit him with a, a sword or shoot him with an arrow, no problem. But he has back of his heel. His only vulnerable spot. And sure enough, one day his opponent drew back his bow and shot him in the heel, and he died. So his opponent, one day, shot him in the heel, and he died. So his opponent, one day, shot him in the heel, and he died. Satan, here in Revelation 12, is called the the dragon. He's powerful. Don't try to poke his eye out. He'll eat you up. Don't try to、uh, close his mouth. He'll chew you up. But he has a weakness. You say, I'm under the blood of the Lamb. Now you belong to Jesus. He cannot sift you. He cannot touch you while you're under the blood. Now that's why, brothers and sisters, the enemy always strategizes to bring us out from under the covering of the blood of Jesus. So, the enemy's strategy is to bring us out from under the covering of the blood of Jesus. He will use anything he can to get you out from under the blood. He will use anything he can to get you out from under the blood. Then he can sift you. Watch your money go. Watch your blessing go. As soon as you get out from under the blood. Now you know, brothers and sisters, we come together because we've been redeemed under the blood of the Lamb. But the enemy is always looking for a way to divide us up. To cause people to move out from under the covering of his precious blood. And usually, the enemy uses good things to get us out. And so we follow a man. And sooner or later, we find ourselves outside the blood of the Lamb. Oh, what a terrible deception! We've been called into fellowship with Christ. Our Passover. 
能够与我们越野的羔羊基督有交通。You don't follow any person out away from that. 你离开这个不能跟随任何的人。You don't follow Dana Condon. 你不能跟随 Dana Condon. You don't follow Christian Chan. 你不能。You don't follow Watchman Nee. You 不能跟随尼托森弟兄。You don't follow T. Austin Sparks. 你不能跟随呃呃斯派克弟兄。No, you don't. 你不行。You stay under the blood of the Lamb. 你要在宝血在羔羊的血之下。But see, the, when leaders raise up and they say, "Follow me," because I am the only one telling the truth. 当你有领导人兴起的时候，他们就会对你说，跟随我呢，是因为我只有我在跟你们诉说到事实。Very, very dangerous. 这是非常非常的危险的。And、uh, the enemy tries to divide on doctrine. 有的时候借着这个教训，借借着这个教条，他想要分让你们分裂。Are we one in doctrine? 那我们是否在我们的这个教训里面，我们是否都合一呢、uh, ？I don't think so. 我们好像不是完全。Uh, sometimes I hear things, people speaking up here. I say, what? 有的时候我听到有人分享的时候，我会觉得说好像。But we're, but we're one under the blood of the Lamb. 但是我们在羔羊的血之下，我们都是一。Are we one because of holiness? 我们一乃是因为我们圣洁吗 ？You know, some saints have been drawn away from the covering of the precious blood by a uh, uh, a teaching on holiness that involves us doing it. 有的时候，有些人被被就是被脱离，乃是因为讲到一些的教导，乃是讲到一些不好的事情，关乎我们的。Now there is a holiness that is under the blood of the Lamb. 那有有一件圣洁的乃是乃是在羔羊的血之下。And it works out salvation abiding in the blood of the Lamb. 那这个救赎乃是住在这个羔羊的血。And it comes to its fullness under the blood of the Lamb. 那进到羔羊的血里面的时候就完全了。You see where our unity lies. 你知道我们的合一是在我们的联合是在哪里 ？But today the church is weak. Many Christians uncovered. 有许多的基督徒是不是没有这个高保险的遮盖 ？The enemy setting them up for destruction. 仇敌在那边设法想要毁吹灭这些人。There are some Christians who have been bought with the precious blood. 有些基督徒是乃是被宝血的重价所买的。But by their actions, they say, "I don't need the blood anymore." 但是凭他们的行为，他们好像在说我不需要这些。I pray that Satan doesn't hear that. 我希望撒旦没有听到这件事。He will surely take us down. 他实在是会让我们抓我们下去。We are playing against a serious enemy. 我们现在乃是针对了一个很严重的、很很可怕的一个仇敌。We have a unity under the precious blood. 但是我们在这宝血之下，我们有一个很美丽的一个脸。This is our place. 这就是我们的地位。We need to plead. The blood of the Lamb. We need to pray. When we see brothers arguing, the Lord cover these brothers. When brothers and sisters in an assembly begin to fight with each other, we should plead the precious blood to keep us together. When brothers and sisters in an assembly begin to fight with each other, we should plead the precious blood to keep us together. When we see Christians who've been uncovered. 当我们看到基督徒没有这个遮盖的时候 ，and who are being sifted. 当他们已经被仇敌抓的时候 ，we should pray for mercy. 我们需要为着怜悯祷告。God bring them back in. 但愿主能够带带领他们回来。Even when we see our young people. 当我们看到年轻人的时候 
who will go out into the world at college and university. Begin to experience doubts. Arguments, reasonings. They experience self-freedom. Oh, I, I, I'm not sure, but every Tuesday night, we should be praying for our young people. Lord, have mercy and keep them under the precious blood. Let's hold fast to this scripture in Revelation chapter 12. And they overcame by the blood of the Lamb. May that be the reality among us as we gather week to week. The victory under His precious blood is very real. Then the third picture. It's not only important to be under the blood. But what else did they need to do on the Passover? They needed to eat the lamb. You remember in John chapter 6. If you turn to the end of John chapter 6. We remember some very interesting words of our Lord. Many, many people were following him because he fed the multitudes with the multiplication of the bread. And then in verse 53, Jesus spoke. Verily, verily, I say unto you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in yourself. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is true food, my blood is true drink. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. And verse 60, Therefore many of his disciples when they heard this said, This is a difficult statement. Who can listen to it? And many stopped following Jesus. You know, if we are to really live in the good of this fellowship of the Passover, we must eat the true food and drink the true drink. Our fellowship is an eating of Christ, the life of Christ, one with another. Now you know the church went into a terrible error in this whole matter. And some of the church believes that when they pray, the wine and the bread turns in 
to the body and the blood of Christ. And they say we literally eat his flesh and drink his blood. Now many unbelievers can't understand this because it sounds like some pagan ritual of drinking blood. But is that what the scripture says? That every week we come and turn the bread and the wine into the body and blood and we eat his blood and drink his body? Eat his body, drink his blood? No, that's not what it says. It says, My flesh is true food. My blood is true drink. And he's dealing with the reality behind this matter. Listen to verse 56. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. It means abiding in the life of Christ. And sharing the life of Christ one with the other. And so ancient Israel stayed inside and they ate the lamb during that night. And it's when we share this food of Christ one with another that the body of Christ is edified. We need brothers and sisters, we need to feed one another the life of Christ. It's not enough just to claim that we're under the blood. Are you eating Christ? Then you have something to share with your brother and sister. Have you tasted the true drink? Then share that with your brothers and sisters. Fellowship edifies the body of Christ. Because when we fellowship together, we are partaking of His life. When we have Bible fellowship, it isn't just knowledge that we're trying to gain. We're fellowshipping the Lord as we study the Bible. He is the living word. And we fellowship Him together when we have such time. It is this eating of the Lord and abiding in His life that recovers the testimony of the church. Now you know the testimony of the church is represented in the lampstand. And by the lampstand we hold the testimony of Jesus. But there is no recovery of the lampstand if there isn't first a being uh, standing before the brazen altar and the perfect sacrifice of the Paschal Lamb. 
And if the church would be recovered, is not only necessary the lampstand, but do we eat from the table of showbread? And do we uh, take from the altar of incense and worship our God? Brothers and sisters, it's life that we need. It's no good to come together and everybody be hungry. No, we should come together and everybody be full of our Lord. Share Him in song, in prayer, in testimony. As we feast together. Did you come here today empty or full? Oh, may it be as we gather from week to week, you're full of the Passover land. Then your fellowship will build up brothers and sisters. What happens when we see brothers and sisters from other folds, not ours? What should we do? How easily we can judge brothers and sisters for their lack of understanding of certain truth. But I don't see anywhere in the Bible where it says we should judge those who are in other folds. But when we have opportunity to fellowship with brothers and sisters, anybody redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. We should feed them of the riches of Christ. Oh, many brothers and sisters who do not meet with us, they know so little. They know so little of their redemption. They know so little of this feast. And here, if you enjoy the feast, Share with our brothers and sisters. I love to hear stories of various brothers and sisters who work on their on their job. And I know one brother who is an engineer. And a number of years ago, uh, there were other Christians in the company, and they said, "Well, let's get together and share the Bible." And they said, okay, good idea. Now this brother is so full of his feasting on Jesus. And all of them shared together in fellowship. But this brother had such life. And soon uh, other brothers said, Oh, you know, no, we don't want to talk. Would you talk to us more about what you were talking to us about? Now, out of that Bible study, 
那他们在这个读经聚会之后, I have met at least 30 men 我遇到大概有30个人, who came hungry. Who came to the Bible Fellowship hungry. And they tasted, they saw the Lord is good. And they got hungrier, hungrier, hungrier. And many of them eventually had to find some place where they could get more food because where they were fellowshipping, they just got just a little... Now I hope when you come to the Lord's table, now you know these brothers, they break up the cracker where I can hardly even pick up a piece. I think maybe I should lick my finger. I, I think these brothers are very cheap with the matzahs. <laughs> but it doesn't matter the size of this piece. You're receiving a big Christ. Oh, your spiritual stomach should be full from this. He is the true food. And when we've eaten the true food, everything else is just chow mein. Jesus, the Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. Brothers and sisters, when we gather, are we feasting? Oh, people love a feast. Now some people go downstairs and wait until this is over so they can have a feast. But we should feast all the time we're together. Christ is our Passover feast. Let's look at that final passage there in 1 Corinthians. And just see... Our, our precious uh, brother Paul. Chapter 5. At the end of verse 7. Christ, our Passover, also have been sacrificed. Therefore, let us celebrate the feast. Now, brothers and sisters, let's celebrate our Passover. One time he shed his blood. And all my sins were rolled away. And the enemy cannot touch me because I'm under the blood of the Lamb. So here we are together in the household of God. Now let's eat. Let's feast on the true food. May this be our fellowship. Let's have a few prayers before we go. 那我们结束之前有一些的祷告，请弟兄姊妹带我们做祷告。
Dear Lord, we just want to thank you that you have called us into the fellowship of the Son. We thank you it is not something small, it's not something, Lord, that uh, is limited. But Lord, there's such a fullness, such a riches of Christ, Lord, that you would want us, Lord, to be able to enjoy and share together. Dear Lord, we pray, Lord, this will not just be some words that we can just hear. Lord, we pray, Lord, that there will be such a hunger and desire. Lord, that the calling that you have given us, Lord, that the Father has even given his only begotten Son, the beloved Son, Lord, that we might be able to experience and know him in fullness. Lord, that we can share this life together richly. Dear Lord, we just pray, Lord, this will not just be something that we can hear. Lord, there will be such a hunger and desire in us. Lord, that we can come together and truly share of you and truly have the life, Lord, that is overflowing. Dear Lord, we just pray, Lord, that you give, give us, Lord, such a desire, and may there be, Lord, such a full measure of Christ, <coughs> Lord, being shared together. Dear Lord, we thank you for these words. We look to you. By your Spirit, enable us, Lord, to, to eat, Lord, to be filled, and there will be such riches of yourself, Lord, being manifested through us. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for these words. We look to you for you to do that work in our lives. In your name we pray. Amen. Yu 一个一个膏油我们 Oh, Sister, praise you, Lord. We want to thank you. Lord, that you feed us daily with your manner and fellowship. And we pray that you would open our eyes, that we may see your lovely face, that we may hear of your words, that you would anoint your words for us so that the Holy Spirit would lead us into fellowship. We just want to thank you that on this narrow way, that you continue to supply your life with us, for us. So we want to praise in Jesus' name.
在这里教导我们，主，我们向你感谢跟赞美，祷告奉耶稣基督的名。阿门。